Welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord and welcome to Warfare Mindset. To today, I just want to share briefly how you respond to the enemy's intimidation. The enemy is a master at intimidation and he uses the spirit of fear to intimidate. Now, the chief aim of intimidation is to prevent you from fighting the battle that you are called to fight. If the enemy can intimidate you, then he has succeeded in preventing you from fighting him. And of course, intimidation puts you under the control of the power that is intimidating. And so we want to look at how to respond to intimidation. Now the enemy comes in different forms. Yes, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world. And they employ intimidation to keep people confined and limited to a certain lifestyle. Now, God has given us all the tools that we need to respond to the enemy's intimidation. So let's get to it. Number one, you need to put on the whole armor of God because when you're being intimidated by the enemy, it is an attack. It is an attack to prevent you from fighting. And so you need to respond to that attack by putting on the whole armor of God. You must put on the helmet of salvation. In other words, if you are not saved, it becomes difficult to engage and then disengage the enemy in battle. So you must wear the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth buckled around your waist, um, with the shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the wicked. And the wicked's fiery dart includes intimidation. And then, of course, you need the word of God, which is the sword of the spirits, to, to cut in sunder every part of the enemy and his network. And with your feet shod with the gospel of peace, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In other words, when you're walking in peace, you will not be moved by the intimidation of the enemy. And then you make all manner of prayer for the saints in the spirit. So this is how we begin to engage the enemy and destroy his works of intimidation. Now, let us look at how David, it's a familiar story in the Bible found in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Let us look at how David handled the intimidation of a Philistine giant called Goliath. The rest of Israel, they were scared. They couldn't engage Goliath because Goliath was so big and he was so mighty. And that's the enemy using intimidation. So Goliath intimidated Israel. And so Israel was afraid to fight the Philistines. Now, let's catch the story in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 44, and see how David responded. 
So David begins to go towards the Philistine to engage him. And the Philistine checks him out and looks at him with disdain because this is a small boy as far as Goliath is concerned. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Intimidation. So David should hear this and run away. And many times the enemy does that. The enemy will make a boast so that you backtrack. But instead of backtracking, <laughs> David forward tracked. <laughs> he, he moved forward. So intimidation is designed to make you move back. But let's see how David responded. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. So David is telling Goliath that, hey, you are coming with sword and shield and javelin. We are not going to fight this battle on a physical, in a physical dimension. What David is saying to Goliath is, hey, you are fighting a physical battle, but as far as I am concerned, I am coming in the name of the Lord of hosts. In other words, David is saying we are going to switch the dynamics of this battle from physical to spiritual. That is also essential in responding to the enemy's intimidation. You don't respond to the enemy's intimidation in the flesh. You bring in God into the equation. And that is what David did. David continued, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Not I will deliver you. The Lord will deliver you into my hand. And I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. What David is saying to Goliath is, this is now a spiritual battle and I'm going to destroy you so that God will get the glory. I'm not going to destroy you to make a name for myself. I'm going to destroy you so that all the earth will know that there is a God in Israel. And the enemy needs to know that. So when you respond to the enemy's intimidation, you need to make the enemy understand that you are not alone in this battle, that God is with you. And we all know the story. Goliath got the surprise of his life, but was not alive to tell the story. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 47. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with the sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So the Lord does not save with sword and spear. What does that mean? It means that when you're facing the enemy's intimidation, you must understand that though we walk in the flesh, we do not wage war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to pull down strongholds. And so it was then when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. So here's the Philistine breathing intimidation and threats. And what does David do? 
David hurries and runs towards him. In other words, David meets his intimidation head on. And to cut a long story short, Goliath fell before David. Now, this is Old Testament. The enemy is relentless. In the New Testament, he still employs the same strategy. And in the book of Acts, the gospel begins to spread like wildfire. And the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem are, are concerned. They are upset that the gospel is spreading like wildfire. And what do they do? They begin to employ intimidation against the apostles of Jesus Christ. Because intimidation, the function of intimidation, the aim of the objective of intimidation is to get you to stop what you are doing. Is to prevent you from fighting, from continuing your race, from continuing your fight. And so the, the Jewish leaders try to stop the church in the book of Acts. Now in Acts chapter 4, verse 29, before verse 29, they begin to threaten the apostles, the disciples of Jesus Christ. And if you don't stop mentioning the name of Jesus, you know, we will, we will deal with you. We will um, imprison you. We will punish you. Intimidation, intimidation, intimidation. How did the apostles respond? Acts chapter 4, verse 29. This is how they responded. They prayed to God. They spoke to God. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. So the threat of the enemy was designed so that God's servants will not speak his word. Look at that verse carefully. The threat of the enemy was designed, the objective was, of that threat was to prevent God's servants from speaking the gospel. When the enemy threatens you, is to prevent you from doing your kingdom assignments. It's to prevent you from doing that which God has called you to do or from saying that which God has called you to speak. Now, the disciples, the apostles were not intimidated by what the Jewish leaders were saying. They took it to God and said, God, look at their threatenings. In other words, God handled their threats. But Lord, you give us the boldness to speak your word. So to handle, to respond to intimidation, you're going to need boldness. David had that against Goliath. In fact, in the book of Joshua, God told Joshua what in Joshua 1? He said, be bold and courageous. Why? Because God knew that Joshua was going to meet giants in the land of Canaan. To respond to intimidation, you're going to ask God for boldness. You cannot be timid. You must be bold because the enemy will do everything to intimidate you, to keep you in your place. But with boldness from the Lord, you will do that which God has called you to do. You will speak his word with authority. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. That signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Now you know why the enemy uses intimidation. He does not want signs and wonders to manifest in your life. He does not want the signs and wonders of God to manifest through you. 
he knows God is going to use you for signs and wonders. So he will intimidate you so that you are not bold enough to declare that which God has called you to declare or to do that which God has called you to do. I pray for you right now. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind and I destroy every walk of intimidation, every spirit of intimidation that is waging war against the saints. Ah, anyone here that is operating under a spirit of fear, ah, I bind and I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, I command fear to come out of you in the name of Jesus. Ah, I command every paralysis of fear in your mind ah, to come out of you. I arrest every contrary thought, ah, including the thoughts of fear. Why should you be afraid when the Lord is on your side? Ah, if God be for you, who can be against you? Ah, I Break the enemy's network of intimidation in the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus that you shall stand. In spite of intimidation, that you shall stand. That you shall confront the enemy with boldness in the name of Jesus. That you will run your race. That you will fight the good fight without being intimidated. You will not step back. You're moving forward. You will engage the enemy and defeat him in the name of Jesus. For greater is he that is in you, hallelujah, than he that is in the world. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, begin to strengthen the one now that is listening to the sound of my voice. Lord, strengthen that one that they will arise and they will put on the whole armor of God and defeat the spirit of fear, the spirit of intimidation that wants to prevent them from walking in their destiny. I cover each one here in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I decree and I declare that no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. No weapon fashioned against you shall limit you and cause you to remain in a place that God has not ordained for you to remain. You are coming out to enter in. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. My name is Idemodia Gwabadia. I'm happy to share this with you. I hope it encourages you. I hope it builds you up. Now, you can help me by subscribing to this channel. We are trying to get up to the 1,000 subscriber mark so that we can do more things in ministry. So help us reach that target of 1,000 subscribers. I appreciate your following us. And may this always be a blessing to you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section, and we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ Group of Churches YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.